0: Welcome to the newest episode of Proscast. This is your host Proswal. Today I have with me in my soul Milan Mogar. He is a good buddy of mine. We play soccer and basketball together. Welcome to the soul, Milan. Hey, what's up, guys?
1: Thank you, Proswal, for having me today. I've been telling this guy to like invite me over for his Proscast for a while now, and it looks like he finally like listened to me.
0: Hopefully, it will be the first of many.
1: Oh, sure, sure, yeah. If if you want, if you want me to do full time with you. I'll be there too. Well, depends
0: upon how you perform today.
1: Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm here as a guest. I'm not performing or anything. So it's all on you. I'm the guest. No, no pressure on me.
0: Before we get into details, what's up with that Messi jersey or Messi t-shirt?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that just because I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm not allowed to wear any other merchandise. It was just given to me by a friend. So he didn't know which which team I supported. So he just gave me this Messi shirt. So I'm not going to say no to a gift. I'm just wearing it. That's probably oh, yeah, I, why.
0: I, I, I saw you deactivated Facebook. What's up with that?
1: Well, it's it's for a change, if I must say. I don't know. It's I just got uh tired of using it, I guess.
0: Well, uh, that reminds me of uh twenty fifteen. In fact I went a whole year without using Facebook. It was probably one of the best years. Um I've had in my adult life.
1: I'm down to two months right now, so hopefully I can I can get it to a year, like you.
0: Yeah. So I returned back uh, to Facebook and a few other social media. Back then, the thought I had was social media is distraction and this and that. But now, without social media, you can't do nothing. Uh, nothing, as in the sense that all the news, all the insights, and well, all. Well, the that news. is true.
1: That is true. I mean, I only got rid of like Facebook. Uh, I'm still on Insta and and just right after. I was done with Facebook I started using Twitter too so I, I found Twitter more useful than Facebook so, so I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not staying away from social media
0: oh that's good that's good that you're not totally out of it
1: no uh, I don't want to I don't want to live under a rock so
0: yeah you probably don't want to go to Montana yet
1: no not yet not yet
0: so talking about leaving um, or, or, or going to a, a new place so when, when when was the exact year you came here in the United States
1: if I remember correctly, it was August 7th, 2015, that I landed in uh, Minneapolis, I think.
0: Tell tell me about that time when you landed.
1: Well, uh, it was a long flight, so I was kind of tired of flying all the time. And after I finally landed in Minneapolis, after hearing that I may have to go on another domestic flight to Dallas, I was kind of... I was like, I just grab me a bus ticket or something. And it was kind of like different though, and in Minneapolis, I think it was still cold. And,
0: in and then right
1: after we landed in Dallas, it was so hot. It was I felt like maybe we came to uh, Dubai or somewhere else. It felt so hot. I didn't know that that Texas weather was so hot.
0: Yeah, so when I landed for the first time here in the U.S., it was in Houston. Down in Houston. Uh at airport so when the plane landed and when i got outside it was there was light drizzle but it was super hot and humid houston is as humid as it gets uh, i had to get a couple of drinks right away i think it was a 16 lane highway probably one of the biggest in in the whole world so i was kind of overwhelmed
1: yeah i mean even after even after landing in dallas i think uh like you have a different kind of view of uh of USA, like like the ones you see in movies are more like the the big downtowns in Chicago or New York. And then when I when to land in Dallas. I was like, is this really US? Uh, it felt more like a countryside. And but like, and uh, as as soon as you like start living here and then just getting used to the slow and silent life, you actually enjoy it more than staying in New York, I guess.
0: After coming here, uh, now you're settled in Grapevine, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I guess so. I, I'm in love with the city, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think you've moved uh, outside of Grapevine in the last five years. Um, no, I
1: haven't. Like, I think I moved here back 2016, the early 2016.
0: It was either Jan or February,
1: and I've been here ever since.
0: Movement is not for you.
1: No, no, I, I prefer stability. I don't want to like move move around a lot.
0: How difficult was it in the beginning? What what was the hardest part about the transition?
1: The hardest part? Uh, well, I guess I could say it was. There were a lot of stuff. I guess it was just just being here at a very young young age and just being in whole different country. It was it was overwhelming. I mean, I think I turned eighteen after I landed here a month after I think. So I was still seventeen and. I'm actually lucky that I got to stay out of dorm. I think because most students were like supposed to. They were act- it was actually mandatory to stay in the dormitory. I think back then.
0: Were you actually 18 to your birth certificate or according to your parents? Because a lot of Nepalese the uh, parents they just lower their children's age by a year so. I don't know. Oh no, no, my, mine's mine's a real one. Um, well,
1: if if you wanna if you wanna hear an interesting theory, like back uh, like especially in our culture. Like uh, in like a mugger or Gurung or Limbu or Rai culture,
0: yeah, the, the I, more I, the Mongolian culture,
1: the, the Mongolian community. Yeah, they they do that just to like give them an extra year chance to like go f- to the British Army because we have oh. that culture of joining the army, and that's what I heard. Like, I I used to ask them like why most of them like do that, and my yeah my, my my parents told me that it's you uh it's mainly due to that reason.
0: See, you I could totally be forgot right about like it. with
1: the retirement age and stuff, but uh, to us, uh, I think that's what I saw.
0: I totally acquiesce with that. I, I remember a few of my friends who were trying or uh, applying, and um, uh, one of my friends who is in Oklahoma, uh, his brother just got into the army last year. It's a really lucrative deal. Yeah,
1: most most of them are like, you know, it's like a family culture. Even in my, even in my family, like my grandfather was in the British army, and not my father, none of my uncles went to the British army, but one of my uncle, he went to the Indian army. And ever since, I don't think anyone has, and I'm the eldest in the family, but I didn't do it. I don't know what my brothers are going to do. So we'll see.
0: You're probably the spoiled one, huh? I wish. My grandfather was uh, an ex Indian army. There's quite a few things that are different uh, when it comes to military in general. So my my grandfather uh, is a really good cook. There's a few characteristics they're really good at. I see in fellow uh, soldiers they're really good cooks. They have a really good timetable, really good schedule. Um, yeah, they're disciplined. Know. Like that's what. They're yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're very disciplined. They they do their work. They don't rely on others. No, nothing straightforward. However, they are not flexible, in some areas.
1: Oh no, no, because they they go by the they go by the book. Yeah. They don't want to like you know go outside the their time time schedule or anything like that yeah like, like you say they're not flexible at all yeah
0: and outside of their realm it's hard for them it was hard for me to convince a few things to my granddad as well
1: well to be honest most 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 uh, kids of age they still struggle trying to convince their own like their parents
0: anyways we talk about the culture back home in nepal um what's something or what's an establishment that would bring that you would bring from nepal to here?
1: like uh you mean like it can be anything like
0: yeah it it could be anything uh most common one that i can think of is the is the society or community or 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 the neighborhood
1: well what i like about our culture is like mostly is like we as a family we stick together like always i guess i mean not just like you know i mean for start i guess like we still live with each other like as a family. And some some families still have a big joint family. And you don't see that over here in...
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was referring to earlier. Back home, we live in a bigger family and uh, we still are in contact. But here, uh, once you're 18, you get out of the house. And um, the the, the family tree, basically, uh, it's only for the numbers or it's only for the record. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, it's good on one side, like letting your kids be independent after being 18. But... I guess because you do that, you probably, I mean, you probably lose that. I, I don't say they don't like love their parents or their kids at all, but it just feels like it kind of like lessens the affection a little bit.
0: So let's just say it's a mixed bag, but it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. A mixed mixed back, but there's more positives than negatives.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. There's definitely more positives than negatives.
0: If you knew five years ago when you started, you'd be in this position. Would you have taken it or would you have aimed for a little more?
1: So in general, if I'm to say if there's anything that I would have done differently, I guess I would probably like um, spend more time with my friends and uh, hang out more because I don't do that very
0: often. And get out of Graven more.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, get out of Grivan.
0: That's plain obvious. I think the city of Graven has uh, has that in its signboard out. From a personal standpoint, um, to to the current crisis that we're dealing with right now, coronavirus pandemic. So what would you change about the, the response that the United States and even the whole world is giving?
1: I'm not really an uh, expert on that field to like, no, answer. I mean, see, see, we don't to have answer, to be expert,
0: but we're at a situation from, where, where, see, you're risking your life. If, if the government asks you to, to be vaccinated right now, would you get vaccinated?
1: If I have a coronavirus on, on me, it's a cure, I would, I would definitely go and take the take the vaccine. But if I'm not infected yet and they just want to like do an immunity kind of vaccine, I'll probably say no for now
0: because yeah, so I, I don't the trust thing. the vaccine yet. Yeah, exactly. So you said you're not an expert yet. None of us are basically at this point or, or you're, we are trusting our life uh, with the government or with the higher higher ups. So when it comes to things such as virus, we're taking taking basically taking risk or why the response has been good if, the, if it's been good or why the response has been bad. If it's I
1: been say bad. the response from the government has been, well, it was kind of slow in the beginning when the virus started. I mean, mm-hmm. they could have been more strict and I feel like they could have avoided this much of, a, of a damage that the virus has caused for the general public. And and if we were to talk about the response now, they are trying their best, I think, with uh, everything. But I, I feel like right now it's the general public that's kind of not responsible enough.
0: The whole world is easing into regular right, regular life right now, and there's some fraction of people who don't want to wear a mask. Yeah, I I don't know what to say with those people. Um, at this time, we just have to pro- protect ourselves. And wearing a mask goes a long way. With that said in mind, um, how is work life going? It's
1: pretty much the same. Nothing changed.
0: So the virus hasn't affected work life yet.
1: I mean, it does, It has affected working by wearing your mask and all that's, that, that does is more. It's not comfortable at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like that's a new normality. We're moving yeah, to the it is, normal. It
1: is the, yeah, sadly, it is the new normal right now. And we just wish it would go away quickly so that we can go back to our previous normal.
0: Talking about personal life, how's the love life looking like?
1: I'm sorry, what was that?
0: I said, how's the love life going?
1: Where well, there isn't one.
0: If there is any.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and I answered, there isn't one.
0: So are we seeing 404 error?
1: Yeah, for for a relationship not found.
0: Well, we'd like to wish you well on that.
1: Well, thanks. I hope that God Almighty listens to your prayers and yeah, fix that problem for me.
0: So, any any reasons as to why um, there hasn't been any improvements on this? Well, I would completely sector?
1: blame that on. I would completely blame that on me.
0: Priorities will stop you from uh, viewing any Liverpool games or celebrating Liverpool's win or even a. A, a dry voice, West Bromwich Um,
1: uh, <clears throat> yeah. On on that, yeah, I try to I try to manage as much as I can.
0: As I've already told you, he's an ardent Liverpool fan too. How did you feel in love with Liverpool, or um, because Liverpool was just a just a side that was struggling to get into the top four uh, when, when you're young or growing up? So, you know when. These days, there's more Real Madrid and Barcelona fans because they're more successful. So it's easier for successful teams to, to teams to get more fans. But um,
1: as far as I can remember, I know the 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 main reason why I supported Liverpool was because of Steven Gerrard. And I think there was this game he was playing for England. I like it was I was so young I don't even remember which team he was against. But uh, they were basically like one 0 down and. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Gerard pretty much single-handedly like uh he won them the game. So, like yeah, I think he just scored one goal and assisted the other one, and it was against some European team. That that much I can remember. But, but yeah, when I saw him do that, I was so impressed, and I was so yeah, I just fell in love with that guy. And I and I just looked up uh which team he played for, and he played for Liverpool. And ever since, yeah, I've been I've been a Liverpool fan.
0: Sorry to say this, but since you mentioned Gerard, I can't, I can't go an entire segment or I can go an entire So without mentioning that infamous slip. So where were you and what were you doing? Oh, when that I thought you were going to say
1: that Champions League final goal against uh, AC Milan. Well, I was there watching when Gerard slipped against Chelsea. I was there watching the game. I, that season was something special. And we were not expecting that at all. I mean, Brendan Rodgers just came in. He was improving the team, and that season was just—it uh, was just magical. And for a sec, it made us think maybe this, that was it, maybe that was the year we finally won the league again. So we were very hopeful, and to actually see it uh, not happen because of the slip, but I mean, it's Steven Gerard and we kind of like forgive everything. I mean,
0: yeah, so he's given a mean, free pass all the things me. that
1: he has, all the things that he has done for Liverpool all those years. Um, that slip was nothing it's okay we, we, we could live with we live, live another year without a title
0: despite having so, zero was, Premier League titles
1: yeah yeah we were good with that like, I mean it was Steven Zera. You can't, you can't put the blame on that guy Just we just remember the many times that he has bailed us out in a game and even when the team was not so good I mean he, he dragged that team to victories on so many occasions and all the things that he has done for the club I mean that, that slip was nothing to be honest I mean it did hurt but no no not at the price of, like, you know, just bashing on Gerard for the slip. So, no.
0: I, I mean, at that point, Liverpool were signing some uh, mediocre players such as uh, Alberto Aquilani, André Voronin. You know, you know, guys guys like those who are, you know, mid-table Premier League players kind of thing. Um, yeah, that that, well, that, that was, was a really low no point. Liverpool
1: were not uh, an, attra- uh, an attractive place for players because you yeah. had the United and... You had the Chelsea and Arsenal. I mean, they were the big dogs back then. I mean, we were we had history, but in reality, those years, we were so bad uh, that none of the top players wanted to come and play for us.
0: Absolutely. So, anytime uh, we
1: had a target on, like, they would either choose United or Chelsea. And even Arsenal. So...
0: Yeah, and, and I remember uh, Gerard was so close to joining Chelsea, um, things could have been very different.
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I think it was due to the owners, I think.
0: Yeah, it's good for them, he, they convinced him to stay and uh, basically a one-club oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 uh, that's thinks...
1: the best decision they did ever, to actually retain Steven uh, Gerrard and not let him go.
0: I'm not sure about that, uh, that, disappoint- that huge disappointment would not have occurred.
1: We are okay relieving that disappointment.
0: So talking about Gerard, you know how rival fans still mock him for that infamous slip. There's this thing called uh, "this is our year." You know, this next year is our year has always attached to Liverpool. I mean, till the last couple of years. But how do you tackle that, or how 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 do you see that phrase "next year is our year"? Well,
1: that's part of being positive. Like, if you are not positive, if you don't believe in your team, you're not gonna like. You, I mean, there's always. Some kind of expectation that you expect from your team, I mean, not just me, every other Liverpool, uh, every other fans any, that they support any club in the world, they have some kind of expectation, and if so, they don't do it that year, they will always say we're going to do it next year so and it's it's the same with us we, yeah, we haven't I've, we hadn't win the, won the league, so we just thought we'll win it next year if we didn't do it that year we were, we believe we will do it next year
0: that that possibility is totally fine, but um how do you discuss about that with rival fans
1: so if I'm to describe myself, I'm more of a very thick skinned person. So it's really hard to get on my nerves or under my skin. So like when anything they would say, I would just, you know, brush it off and I would just smile and just, you know, just listen to their opinions. And yeah, pretty much I, I never made a big issue out of it. And I couldn't either because looking at the reality, we were really poor. So pretty much I would stay shut. Yeah.
0: So, last but not the least, um, how did the Premier League title feel this year? Uh, I didn't see any post. See, I I didn't see any post from you on the
1: day. Yeah.
0: Why was the pandemic to sign away from the from the crown?
1: I mean, it would it would have been better if we could like win it with the crowd. But at this point, I would take anything with the season they were having and not to have anything to show for it. It would have been really disappointing. I'm just glad that we won the league. I'm just glad about the restart and everything.
0: Yeah, it was a matter of time before Liverpool won. Uh, congratulations to you and the entire Liverpool fraternity. I think, I think they're in line to win a few more as uh, other teams are really behind. I still have a couple more things to discuss with Milan. How do you view yourself uh, in, the, in the coming year?
1: Yeah, if I want to talk about my future plans, I would just say uh, graduate first and then get a decent job.
0: So before we go, quick question to Milan. Who's going to win the NBA title this season?
1: I feel it's going to be the Lakers.
0: I'm surprised you didn't say Liverpool.
1: Oh, well, um, if they played in the NBA, maybe they would. And I would would go for them. But no, they're not there. So I would say the Lakers.
0: We shall see. Lakers are one of the favorites going into the tournament or into the resumption. They and other 21 teams will buy for the 2020 NBA title. The restart has been long awaited. LeBron James, who is nearing the end of the window of his championship winning window is desperate to win his fourth ring teams like golden state warriors aren't in the bubble so we don't know how this is gonna pan out all the teams stacked up into a single location are we gonna get the vibe the real championship vibe we'll find out so i'd like to thank milan for coming by today i look forward to seeing you next time oh
1: yeah thank you the pleasure is all mine thank you for inviting me and it was lovely talking to you as well
0: we'll see you next time goodbye
1: all right take care